we live? Are we live? live? Are there any technical difficulties, Johnny? Just a few. No technical difficulties today on Brooklyn Paper Radio. Are we going to use the phone? Are we? Are we going to try to use the phone at we some may. point? I don't know what's going to happen. It's Brooklyn Paper Radio coming to you live a little early today, 3 p.m. Downtown Brooklyn. That's America's downtown. Isn't that right, Johnny? Yeah. Who are we opposite today at 3 o'clock? Oh, we're going up against everybody. It's all the tough. I think Mike Francesa just started his own podcast. Did he? I don't know. All right. No, Chris, Chris, uh, uh, Craig, Craig, Chris Carton. Carton's got one. Carton's got one. Is it a sports yeah, he gambling did, show? He did a whole show about how much he hated uh, working with Mike Francesa. But they'd give him props. I listened to it. I listened to the podcast, Johnny. Sounds like good show. I'm in the business, and I listen to the podcasts. Mm-hmm. And what have I learned from all the podcasts I watch? Ours or is the best. Listen to? No, I have not learned that at all. <laughs> Furthest thing from the truth. What I learned from all these podcasts is... ZipRecruiter.com mm. likes to advertise on podcasts. It does. Give them a call. No, I think they should advertise. With yeah, them. this is a podcast. Right. I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're doing out there. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, ZipRecruiter, right? Yeah, recruit our show. You know? No, they're not going to recruit our show. They're going to get people to listen to our show and then use ZipRecruiter.com because that ZipRecruiter.com, which I've learned from all of these podcasts that I listen to now. I listen to the Baldwin one. I listen to um, what's that? I listen to This American Life is a podcast. What a WNYC going on? I listen to um, what's the other one? You I listen, listen to, to Preet Bharara's new podcast. Oh, I love Preet Bharara's podcast. I met Preet Bharara up in uh, up in Saratoga last year. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saratoga, the August place to be. Y- you want to be there right? in August when they're running the races? Ah, I see. But uh, I was there in I think April or something like that. There were no races going on. But I uh, met Preet Bharara up there during one of the, uh, last year, the, uh, news, the New York uh, Press Association had uh, one of our gatherings there, and he was the featured guest. By the way, I'm, I'm joined by uh, Tony, Tony Rotuno. There he back, is. Back in studio this week. And John, to be here. Johnny, as you know. And, hey, hey. and we have a special guest today, uh, Randy Lass. Lass? That would be I, me. I pronounced everything correct. I didn't yes. even write it down. I remember that. That's from memory. It's like Lassie the dog without an I.E., well, there you go. That's how it all comes yeah. together. Yeah. All right? And we'll get into what you did, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, right now I'm talking about Preet Bharara, right? So he was the featured speaker, and he gave such a good speech at the event. He was the keynote, as they call it. He got a standing ovation from all the guys there. And he just came off as like, like you walked out of that place like, I would like to work for Preet Bharara because that seems like a lot of fun. He seems like a really interesting and inspiring guy. And on his podcast... He has ads for ZipRecruiter.com. Not him, too. Yes. Wow. Just like, uh, and they all do it, like they have to do it at the beginning of the show, and I think they do it at the end of the show. All right. Oh, and, and uh, what's Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell. I listen to Malcolm Gladwell's mm. podcast. What's that one called, you know? I got them all right here on the phone. They're all here. They're all here. Let's see. If just I go hold on one second. We'll find that. I go to my podcast. If I ask Johnny to do it, it'll take us two hours. That's right. If I'm here doing it myself, I can just see what I have in my library. Yeah, I have The Daily, which is the New York Times podcast in the morning, which sometimes I'll listen to on the way in. Uh, Radio Lab. Here's the thing with Baldwin. I, I love Baldwin. Now, which Baldwin is that? Alec. That's Alec. That's the only Baldwin. Right. The All the other Baldwin. Baldwins are, oh. are cheap. Billy or... No, or those are just cheap. I went to school with Billy. He went to Binghamton. Really? There you go. He's a cheap Alec. He Was he a cheap Alec ripoff then? Yeah, or was probably. He? Oh, okay. But he had more athletic prowess, so. Interesting. 
Did not know that. Uh, fresh air I got on here. I got This is American Life. I have the Brooklyn Paper Radio app. And, and you guys out there should know this. You can subscribe to the Brooklyn Paper Radio app on the uh, Apple Store uh, or at the iTunes thing and all that yep. stuff. And on the Twitter and the Facebook. On Twitter, on Facebook, on Stitcher. And all those And, things. of course, on brooklynpaper.com. Ooh, Freakonomics Radio. I have that. That's my last. Those are all the podcasts that I guess I subscribe to. Yeah, this Baldwin talking to it. I, I bet you. Here's the thing is supported by WordPress. Oh, WordPress? Who helps you create your small business website so customers can find you. Yeah, it's WordPress. WordPress guides you through the I'm not a fan of WordPress. No. I'm not sure I would take that ad. Just $4 a month. What else? Go to wordpress.com slash thing to get 15 Slash thing. Brand new website now, today. do we get a cut of this advertisement? No, <laughs> wait. Thing. Let's see. Well, that's it. He didn't talk about it. He did WordPress. That's listener supported. I think I can get away with that. We'll see. I think that's okay. No, I think I can get away with that. I think that was fair use. I would I would not argue otherwise. It's fair use. Uh, okay. We were talking about it. Yeah, I get right? We're yeah. fair. No, that was fair. Fair. So I've been doing a lot. Of that. I've been listening to all the podcasts and hearing the ads for um, ZipRecruiter.com. Apparently, they have some kind of program that you know you put in what you need, and then they find the absolute perfect person. Pretty it's good. like they oh, so it's like uh, Angie's list or 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 uh, I don't know, know whose list it's like, but <laughs> the, the service that Schindler's task list. It's not Schindler's <laughs> list. No, TaskRabbit or something. Well, they, what it does is it takes it takes the human element out of it. You don't need a person to make the decision because ZipRecruiter ZipRecruiter will do it for is going to find it mm. for you. I'm going to call them and see if they want to advertise with us. You should do that, I'm Johnny. Do it. I thought Johnny, aren't you supposed? Isn't that like part I'm of your job? Supposed to do some sales. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah, I got to sell the phone line too. Great maybe. material to to share with them now. Share the maybe show. some maybe some some sales and stuff like that. But yeah. that's not why we're here today. No, it's not. You know what else no. I've been working on today? No. Who's buzzing? Probably me. Not me. Okay, yeah, I'm I getting didn't a buzz. I know it was like the theater. No, it, Did you it, feel it? It, it was like it was, it was me. It was me. I'm sorry. I would ask you when you come on to Brooklyn Paper Radio to please <laughs> silence your phones and Airplane make sure they mode. don't do any buzzing okay. and all that stuff. I think it's there. I've been working on flowcharts. You know, as the managing uh, editor and slash editor in chief slash radio guy for Brooklyn Paper Radio, I have to do a lot of things here at a lot of things here at the community news group CNG the voice of your community I yeah it is add. it certainly is and i had to do flowcharts for how stories go from idea to 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 print or web and then i had to do how photos go from idea oh, wow. to print or web and then i then had to do how the newspaper goes from idea to and you can see each Flow chart that I created. Johnny, can you put this up yeah, on the board? Yeah, let me put that up on Yeah, the put that up. Just you. go to your website. You'll see it. The story flow chart, not that complicated. There's some white space in the middle. Then I have the the, the photo flow chart, I think is even simpler. Yeah, a it lot seems of words more there, streamlined. But but very streamlined. But then when you get to the newspaper flow chart, you see those triangles in a flow chart? That is a lot not of Not triangles. Shapes. You see the diamonds? Yeah. The diamonds, that's decision making. All right, mm. and that's the toughest part. They that's look where, like, tricky. They, that's where you got to figure out. Like, that, that's what separates, you know, the the men from the boys. I, yeah, that is one flowchart. It's crazy. It's crazy. I've been doing that all day, all day this morning. So you can tell I'm very prepared. So <laughs> how are your thoughts? Are they flowing? 
are they flowing lint in a you know, linear the nice fashion? Thing, the nice thing about doing a flow chart is it really it it explains to you in great detail just how difficult everything is. Imagine doing a flow chart for tying your shoe. Just think about that. Yeah. I Try to take tying your shoe and put it into a flow chart. Now, we all tie our shoes every day, except me, because I'm one of those guys who just leaves them tied and well, take them off. You and get just... a shoehorn for that? Or... I don't have a shoehorn. Okay. I don't use that. I don't okay. use that. Sometimes Curious. I'll ask my son to stick his fingers in there while I put my... And he break his, break his fingers. Hmm. He's down low. He's a yeah, little kid. Short fingers grow back. Yeah, they, they don't need them. <laughs> so, but... Uh, yeah, the, the flowchart makes you think of things in in like a step by step procedural way that can, when you look at it, can actually seem overwhelming. Well, most people combine you know five, three or four or five steps into one. So when you break it down, yeah, you you really come face to face with just how much thinking and acting you're doing in any scenario. Yeah, so supposed to be doing. If you're creating the flowchart that I was talking about before for tying your shoe, Johnny, what what's your first step? The loop and the swoop. Loop and swoop? We'll start with the loop. Step okay. one, you're going to make a loop. Step two, you're going to make a swoop. You're going to pull. Classic Big Daddy theory. You guys see that movie? Anybody? Yes. Yeah, Thank of course. You. I love him. Loop, Sandler? swoop, and pull. Yeah. Sandler, yeah. It's Adam. a Sandler thing? Mm-hmm. Adam, Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, I've heard of them. Oh. Yeah, I remember he used to be on remote control. I think your flow, your shoe tying flow chart would, might have to start with two columns because I learned very differently as a lefty. Um, ah. Looping and swooping was never my forte, so I followed the bunny ear method. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember the bunny ear, yeah. Where you make two loops and cross them, or two ears, as it were, and tie them in a bow. That's um, still how I tie my shoes, by the way. The same, me too. You yeah. use the bunny method. Oh, yeah. So you're not using loop and swoop. No, but I like So the why sound. would you they go rhyme. that route? They rhyme. Loop, swoop. I don't know. Why do you tie them at all? She just gets well, really. I don't. I, I just, just wait till someone steps on it and that last piece breaks off, and then I don't have to tie them because I can't. I get yeah. very angry when they Slip untie. Lines. When they untie, it's gross. When like they if get I'm untied. walking down, oh, yeah. walking down the hall, and all of a sudden my shoelaces are untied, I just I get angry. It's that's the end of those shoes. Yeah, I'm just throw them out. <laughs> it's barefoot for you. Yeah, I'm just walking <laughs> around the rest of the day. Just I haven't in socks. seen that happen yet. To be fair, but now in, I in know. the office you haven't seen no, me shoeless. Not yet. You haven't. Sho- they call me shoeless Joe. Shoeless <laughs> Joe. They do. Hannibal Mo. There we go. All right. Listen. What are we talking about? Listen. We have this show every week, and I'm supposed to come in here all prepared and stuff. But as I told you, I've been doing these flow charts. Tony is here to help. Noah. So I brought up the bunny ear method um, as as you know a way to segue into the. The forte of our our guest, um, Randy, who is an animal rights advocate and wildlife lover that lives on Prospect Park. And recently, if you've been following, as you should be, our news coverage, she appeared very prominently in in our paper and on our website um, as being the, the woman who sort of spearheaded a heroic rescue of three swans frozen in Prospect Park Lake. Um, and her account of what happened... Is, is is harrowing, really. I mean, it, it was an overnight rescue. She was, I think, at times alone by herself in the park, um, you know, waiting for help to rescue these swans. And it, it's not the first time that it happened. And so... Wait a w- second. Wait a second. This is not the first time swans have been frozen in the uh, lake at Prospect Park? It's, this is not the first time swans have had to be rescued by local animal advocates. I can't 
confirm that they've that's been not been the first time they've been frozen. I would like to think they may have. I was hoping it wasn't the there. same swans. I was hoping. <laughs> I would hope that I if that had happened, so the swans had They're learned their lesson. They're not very bright. No, we have the same. Actually, some of these were young ones, but it's the same core group of swans that we always have. How so. many swans do we have in Prospect Park? Um, right? Oddly enough, we now have eight, and um, we had someone dumped a swan. That's the the theory on the swan that is currently in the hospital on the Upper West Side. Um, they think that swan was dumped from elsewhere, maybe Sheepshead oh, wow. Bay. Oh, okay. So. Oh, so somebody took the swan from Sheepshead Bay, brought it to Prospect Park, left it there. Released it. They did. I guess someone thought they were doing a doing good a, thing. Doing a favor to yeah. the swan. Because the swan probably, they probably thought didn't like being in Sheepshead Bay, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's no boats in, uh, in in Prospect Park. There were boats in Sheepshead Bay. Maybe they were in danger. Swans, sure. but swans are uh, invasive species? They are. They, they, they are, right, Randy? They or they're are, characterized as one. They are characterized as them, but when they built um, when they built Prospect Park, everything is, you know, all of the trees there, everything's invasive. And they thought swans would really make it genteel, and that's how they got swans Well, in they, the park. they think swans are genteel, but don't, go, don't cross one. Oh, no, no. One tried to take my glove during the whole rescue. Oh, tried my to take God. Glove. Yeah. All right, you got to take us back. We got to take yeah, a step gotta back. Yeah, we got to go back. We got to go back from the moment you found out that these swans were in trouble. Where were you? How did it happen? This is the, the ele- we call this the elevator pitch. Tell us what happened quickly. <laughs> okay. I went, I was walking a dog near the lake. And What kind uh, of dog? A rescue dog. That's the only kind of dog, like a Brooklyn mutt, like myself. Okay. Floppy so, ears or pointy ears? Uh, floppy ears. Black. Uh-huh. We kind of, you know, you couldn't see us in the dark. Okay. Well, the two of so, you walking in the dark, dressed yes. in black. Well, I had some reflective, you know, things on my jacket. It's okay. a ski jacket. So. And this was l- l- not this past Saturday, but the Saturday prior to, correct? Correct. Because what else would you do on a Saturday night? Well, and, yeah, no. and an unseasonably warm one, which oh. I think was part of the problem. Yes, yes. You see how he does that? I That's I good like radio. That. That's good radio. I he, like he that. He keeps you on point, unlike me, asking you I questions know. about your dog. I know. I had heated gloves on that night, so mm. that was kind of lucky. Okay, so what happens? You're walking the dog. The it, the uh, it's It's unseasonably warm. But cold enough that they're frozen... Swans. I think I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself there, Johnny. Am I? I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself. Yeah. My mistake. The the night before was unseasonably warm. Uh, the Friday night was unseasonably warm. Okay. Yes. Go. Saturday night was very very frosty. Saturday night. Um, I walked up to the lake with the dog and looked out, and there were swans frozen in place. So you saw them just frozen in place. Yes. And they were all together. No, no. There were two off to one side and one that was off in the distance and trying very futilely to get out. Now, i got to get scientific here. Okay. We've heard these theories about lakes flash flash freezing. We've heard all about it. You might have heard about it on one of these radio podcasts that they have that I listen to where they advertise the uh, that, Zip, uh, yeah, ZipRecruiter.com. I, I definitely heard about this. Now, so what happens is it gets really cold really quickly. The swan is just sitting there minding its own business, probably maybe, thankfully, not having its head underwater. Oh, it's a sitting duck. It's a sitting swan. Wow. Yeah. So it gets really cold really quick, and 
what happens to the swan? And its feet get frozen into the ice. Its poor little webbed feet get frozen in, mm, and it tries desperately feet. to free itself, and it can't get food, it can't get water if it's too far out on the ice. Mm. And it's really pitiful. And you, you, in our paper, you had very, very, very clear words to describe the sound a swan makes when it's crying and, and what that feels like when you're standing wait a second, alone wait a in second. a park. Swans cry? Yeah, like doves cry. They cry for help or they yeah, cry for... it's distress. It's just horrible. Now, and wait. It echoes. Do they, don't, they, don't, they don't make um, like quacking sounds, right? No. They don't make like honking sounds. I'm not good at bird calls, yeah. I mean, a goose, a goose is a honker. A duck's yeah. a quacker. I, I think a swan's like a hisser. Isn't a swan a hisser? I've heard that they hiss. If you piss them off, yeah. Okay. So now they're pissed off or they're afraid? They're afraid. So what are they, what's the noise they're making? I don't know. I'm not if good at bird If you could recreate calls. it, if you could, you know, just give me something here. Hmm. I don't know that I can. As, uh, this is what I think it was. You ready? I'm on the spot here. So this is what I think it okay. was. Okay. Oh, my God, help! Help! I'm stuck in it! <laughs> or maybe, 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 maybe the swan did it in Spanish or something? What happened to my I swan? Gotta, I got to turn you down if you're going to shout. It's going to... Help! Yeah, just let me know what's coming. Help me! I'm a swan! I'm stuck! There you go. Is it, is it, is it shrill? Is it high-pitched? Or, or sort of, like... Yeah, yeah. That, I ah. think you might see? have it there. See that? Yeah, <laughs> I think you might have it. Jimmy and with or the Johnny hand speaks too, yeah, with the jazz does. hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, you can't see, yeah. but I'm flapping. They I'm were flapping. flapping, right? Yeah, they were flapping. So they're literally stuck, frozen solid in in the uh, in the. They ice. sure are. All right. So you notice this. So the first thing you do, of course, is call the fire department, right? I mean, because that's what we do in these situations. Oh, no, Cats no, up no, in no. a tree. No. No, I didn't call the fire department. Okay, what do we do? I call every friend I know that has something to do with any type of rescue. Hmm. Um, I didn't call... You don't have friends that are firemen? No. Okay, because see, that would bring back the fire department. No. Okay. I didn't, but other people, I believe, called the NYPD. um, That would be the police department, city of New York. Yes, which just told them they didn't handle it. But told them to call three one one, which told them they don't take reports such as that, which they actually do. They're supposed to funnel it to the right department. To so the department sure. that would manage. That. But they sent it back to the precinct that patrols the park, which again said we don't handle this. Mm-hmm. So it was quite interesting. Very now, did you actually? Did you actually? Did anyone ever come to the scene, or you were just told this over the phone? Um, eventually. Uh, a ranger was found in the park Ooh, by a park two. park ranger. Yes, which should have no, been that's, patrolling. That's Department in the first of Parks place. employee. Department of Parks, correct. Okay, walking around. All right. Uh, wasn't walking around. Was in a car, very warm on a cold night, where okay. I was not. You were not. Got no. the heater on. Yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe texting. I don't really know. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. What you do while you drive, right? So you you flag them down or you flag them over? No, there were um, two very lovely Hasidic teens that had walked past, and I can't make this stuff up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they stopped and they were taking pictures of the swans, and I told them what was happening. Uh And they seemed genuinely concerned. And when they were walking away, I asked if they could find a car. And sure enough, they did go and find a parks ranger and send them back my way. All right, so now how long has, has how much time has gone by since you first noticed the swan till we get this park ranger over mm. here? 
about a couple of hours. I so it's two hours. We're two yeah. hours in. And what time? Hours. What time was the dog walk? Uh, about six thirty. All right. So now okay. it's about eight thirty. It's eight thirty. Now, how's your dog handling this? Dog's cold. All right. He's but cold. I she's had to cold. Get, yep. She's cold. All right. I had to, you know, get some help and get some other people out before I brought her home. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So you did bring her home. I did bring her okay. home. Okay. Okay. I was concerned. So, no, no, I'm concerned about animals too. She might have been too. a retriever mix, in, in which case I would have sent her for the swans. But Ooh, I don't know, know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. That could be that could get dangerous. Yeah, swans well, have long necks. Yeah, and I, dogs have sharp teeth. And I don't know that your dog would have gotten arrested, but you you have said that you know any any human attempting to go out there and rescue them themselves faces arrest Correct. for for stepping on the ice. Now, why is that? Is that um, I hmm. guess they have a point because they don't want to have to do um, an ESU, you know, an emergency service unit, um, a rescue uh, for someone trying to save a swan. Sure. So I guess I understand that. But two days later, or maybe, I'm sorry, I might get my days confused, but I think it was two days later, they were doing huge, huge ESU exercises with uh, drilling holes in the ice, and it would have been good practice for them had they come to the rescue of the swan. Mm-hmm. Sure. How, how thick was the ice at this point, though? I mean, you couldn't just walk out there. No, no. no. I could have, but I can't swim, so no. I no, that would have been a mistake. Yeah. yeah, That would have yeah. been a mistake. That would be a, a big mistake. Yeah, idea. probably. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to go out there if you can't swim. I've, and Technically, you don't want to go out there if you can't swim. Yeah. No. Because that water's cold. Now, how deep is it, do you know? Over my head in the center, it seemed to be high, but I wonder. I don't know how deep it goes. That's a, did we ask that question, Tony? Deep. The the depth of the lake. Yeah. I no, I don't think we have the exact depth in the story, but we can follow up to find out. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think the swan's feet went that deep. <laughs> no, that's well, they so have that they fluffy froze top. right at the yeah. surface. But we should find that out in a story that we're pursuing as a result of this which may be fodder for a future episode about the ladders, the rescue uh, ladders yes. that the rescue uh, surround ladders. There's the no lake. way that rescue ladder is going to be. That no. rescue ladder is not 10 feet long. No. And it was frozen in the lake and itself, it, right? Yes, it had been frozen in, and all of them had been frozen in, actually, until, um, you know, when I pointed it out to uh, the emergency services unit, they said all the ladders were in place, and I said, now they were, but they weren't the other night because I had pictures. Hmm. Right, I remember um, seeing one of the photos. Yes. Yeah, that you want the the ladder was actually frozen, frozen solid in, in the lake. That's not going to help anybody. Yeah, yeah. no, that is not going to help anybody. But okay. they also didn't have rescue boats. Had a child been out there to take out to help anyone in distress? But there. they don't have rescue boats. Uh, they do. They have rowboats, but they're locked in the uh, yeah. But parks they're not rescue boats. Like, they don't have no, boats no. Just sitting out there. No. and somebody just jump in it and go no. go for a boat ride. Mm-mm. That's yeah. I don't. I don't see that happening. But that's interesting. All right. So the guy comes. He's there, and uh, he works for the parks department. And you say, hey, there's a, a swan out there that's in in big trouble. Three swans. Three of them in big trouble. What are, what what happens next? Uh, they were going off their shifts very soon, so I asked if they could alert the next shift. Mm, yeah. And he said his hands were pretty much tied. Yeah, he that's the old going off my shift routine. I've right. heard yeah. about that one. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, oh, shift's over. But lastly, the thing that he said, because these swans needed food, because they had been out there I don't know how long, 
And um, he told us we're not allowed to feed the swans, <laughs> which we had been fighting for signs that say, please don't feed the swans for the longest time. And someone actually cooked the proper thing for these swans, and we were throwing food out onto the lake. <laughs> told you not to but feed that them. was their biggest concern. <laughs> that we don't, I thought we would. Oh I thought God. we would. Listen, I don't think a, um, a professional in their right mind would ticket anyone for feeding a swan that was dying. That was it, dying, slowly its dying. Feet were frozen. Did the swans eat the food you threw to them? Yes. They did? Yeah. A little strength? Yeah. What does a swan drink in that situation? You get a hot chocolate? Yeah, with whipped cream. <laughs> I like that. I'd get, yeah. I had a little Bailey's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure to warm Always. Them up. That's the way to go. Irish in that coffee. Yep. They would have liked but, that. But I would have liked that. That's what saved that guy's life in Titanic. He was pickled. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I. I Which guy? Has Leo? My life the chef. More than once. Oh, the chef. How'd the that chef movie end, by the way? It did badly. Okay. okay. Everyone's worse, it. worse than this rescue. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, no. So let's, let's keep moving forward. So now, you're feeding the swans. You're throwing swans food. It's... Ten o'clock at night now. Where are we? Yeah, probably thereabouts. And what's going on? What is 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 there a plan? When in did place? you realize you're not going home? <laughs> as soon as the Rangers left, I wasn't going anywhere till I got them help. So the Rangers so. said there, there was nothing they can do. Nope. This is this is nature taking its course uh, here in Prospect Park. No, they didn't quite say that, but I hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. But it's not really nature. You know, it was foreseeable because we've talked about this with the Prospect Park Alliance and the Parks Department for years. This has been brought up. Yes. You see, yes. I would never imagine that this has ever been yes. brought up. I would think that this is the first time anyone had ever thought of swans being frozen in the lake. Nope. When you log as much time there as I do and a lot of other people do, we, we have like a bird brigade there that kind of it's underground that helps these birds when they're in distress Speak, for any reason. Speaking of the bird brigade, I also heard there was a seagull there. Yeah, there were two dead ones on the ice. Oh, my God. Yeah. And was there not also a, a live, like one that was alive when you first saw Indeed the swans? Indeed, there was. It's like the 1970s. Prospect Park is a death trap. I see. Exactly. And I go. thought the algae was the worst thing in the lake. No, but it turns not. out it's the water. It's yeah. the, the water is bad. It's deadly. <laughs> and you know what? The ironic part is some type of filtration system or some type of bubbling system would help with the algae, and it would also help with a little area that it wouldn't freeze. You oh, could, yeah, because yeah. it would keep it you keep the water moving. moving. Yeah. yeah, keep yeah. the water moving. It's tough and to the, and the park, more. you've brought that up with... With the alliance, or yes, other people have. I've they've never responded to me. So, hmm. well, what happened to the seagulls? How did they die? Um, one died because we didn't get help quick enough. But it was the same so, situation. Was yeah, it frozen in the water? Exactly, and was still alive when I first saw it. The hmm. other, I'm not sure because it kind of escaped notice. So. Maybe that was a natural death. Maybe okay, one of the hawks got, okay. yeah. Well, those hawks are... They're also smaller, mm. so perhaps it takes less, less time, time for them to Maybe. freeze, you yeah. know. Maybe. And a swan's loaded with, I think they have blubber. Do they have blubber? No. It's the feathers that <laughs> keep them buoyant. Yeah. but uh, And also warm. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, all right, so the swans, got a, they got a fighting shot, unlike these seagulls that are just... Exactly. Yeah, they, they don't have a... All right, so now... Uh, at what point was it one o'clock in the morning? It was one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I know. It was one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and what happened then? I that just, was a loaded question. I know. I went home. I got a headlight. Um, 
I like had, a big flash. Well, the, the real yeah, breakthrough. Yeah, to wear on my head so I could take photographs. Oh, like like yeah, like, a, like like a minor, like a minor, like a minor yeah. yeah. Wow. But not a minor bird, just a minor. A minor. Yeah. Okay. Not the one going down, and not the bird they sent down to make sure everything's okay. No. And not a Those, major either. It's a minor. You got the yeah. light on. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? You got the light, and then what? I mean, you're the just br- shining lights on the birds. What is this? How does this yeah, help? Yeah, I thought maybe they'd want a disco or something. Um, no, but it was Saturday I, night. It was Saturday night, exactly. Um, no, I wanted to take some photos, so that was the only way I could okay. get light on them. So we're taking photos, but there's really nothing we can do. Nope. Basically, you just—it's a vigil at this point. Um, no, I actually sent a plea out on Facebook, the wonders of Facebook, asking any of my friends if they had a kayak or some kind of boat. And I don't know how uh, that, I don't know how that Facebook works. Tony, you on Facebook? That is the subject for another podcast, but I'm not on Facebook. And the last two times I tried to go back on it, I was promptly kicked off. Um, so Facebook, if you're listening, I'm a real human, and I'd like to return, but apparently it's not you, it's me. I don't know. Johnny, get Zuckerberg on the show. No, you got it. All right, make that make that happen. Okay, so you get on the Facebook. On Not the Facebook. Facebook, it's the one the and drop only. Drop the the, I yeah. think, in 09. Yeah. Was, I, th- I think that was Timberlake's idea. <laughs> right? I, it may have been. I think it was Timberlake's idea. You could you could tell me I'm wrong. You get on the Facebook and you start calling people. Yes. Or you're I, putting out please. She puts the I, word out. I put the word out that I could use a kayak. You could use a kayak to get yeah. out to these. Yes. Okay. Now, which Brooklyn, I would have been arrested for, but I don't think willing I, to. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think any you know professional city employee in their right mind would arrest anyone trying to save a frozen. Oh, uh, I believe they would have. A frozen uh, swan. Getting on a kayak, you know. Got to get out there. You're you pushing the envelope. All here. right. Well, let's hope this story has a happy ending. So you put out the APB. Yes. For a, that's an all points bulletin. All points. Uh, for for a for a for some kind of kayak or rowboat or something. And I'm sure this is Brooklyn. Somebody's got one on their roof hey, or oh yeah. Shed. So so how quickly did the did that get there? Well, in the morning people, you know, all got back to me. My neighbor has a kayak or so. we have since got donation of kayaks oh, wow. if this Ooh. ever happens from a very generous friend of mine, but something the Prospect Park Alliance could have done on their own. They could have had a kayak on standby. Hmm. So, um, but uh, parks a uh, very wonderful parks uh, Prospect Park Alliance her name is Marty, called me back at 4 a.m. She was ill the evening before. In the middle of the night. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very dedicated, very skilled. Yes. And and as Randy said, she she was ill. What was she doing up at 4 a.m. on the Facebook? She had just, no, no, she was on my speed dial. She's on Randy's speed dial. Oh, okay, speed dial. She was responding to my phone call of the night before and my text. And as soon as she heard my plea, she called me, and we started devising a plan. Okay, so you woke her up. She's sick. You wake her up, and you say, Marty, you got to get over here. we got to save these swans. Correct. Okay, and her answer is? I'll be right there. I'll be right there. And she's coming will. from Manhattan. She's coming from Manhattan. With a kayak? No, she no. doesn't have access okay. to this a This was before kayak. people they don't started have kayaks. getting access. That was Manhattan. They got a Manhattan, kayak. they don't have kayaks. Yeah. Brooklyn, they do. They Manhattan. do in Brooklyn. No. Yeah. <laughs> so she actually took a taxi, I hope they paid her back for it, to Gonna Brooklyn. Going to have to foil that yes. expense report. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> That's a good idea. I, I love foil. Yeah. Um, but everything's redacted, so. Right. 
Anyhow, Which kind of defeats the purpose of the foil. Exactly. I've been saying that so, for years. No one wants to hear it. Yeah. No. So she arrived in Brooklyn. It was about 6 a.m. And she alone, because we couldn't go where they store the rowboats. So she alone got the truck, got the rowboat, and brought it back to the place we were going to launch by the lake. Which okay. took some time, yes. I understand. And yeah. what I was wondering is, like, so where do they keep these? Why are these boats so far from the lake? You're, I have no idea because, again, if it was a isn't, child and they needed right. to do it. Isn't that where the, what the boathouse is for? No, that's for weddings. Oh, silly yeah, me. Expensive weddings. <laughs> that, yeah, that's for catered events. Yeah. Um, the, the, the boat, from what I recall, is, is stored in a shed like near the parade ground. Yes, exactly. Way over at the parade ground. Yeah, oh, yeah which, is, which, you know, like Randy said, if a kid falls in, yeah. You're going to march over there, get the boat, hike it back. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, don't even you think have, you could hike Tony, it back. If a kid you falls have to in, isn't that just nature? That's taking nature its taking course? its course. <laughs> and there are ladders floating in the, in in the, the lake. lake. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring over out. hot water to flo- thaw them out so you could use them. Yeah, there you go. All right, well. So, yeah. As we've, you know. Yeah, as she, we did with the swan. Did she take the subway or did she uh, drive? No, no she, took she a was cab. going to take oh, the right. subway. That's right, she took the cab. She, but she, she Ubered wound it. up yeah. on the cab. Okay, so she cabs it over. Yes. Now you guys are in search of a boat. Now, where are you, are you going to the, where are you getting the boat from? Um, From the, wherever the parks department keeps it. Okay, there. so we're getting a parks yeah. department boat. Yeah. We yes. didn't get any volunteers to bring us a boat from Brooklyn like we no, expected. No, we did, but it would have been after the fact okay. that mm. we had secured this boat. That happens. Okay, so. so now what time do you get the boat at? Uh, probably about 8 o'clock at this point. All right, so you've been there now. 14 this is 14 hours. hours. Yes. Uh, this vigil for the swans, right? Trying to save them. At that point in time, it's eight o'clock in the morning. The swans have been there all night. What is their condition? Not good. Um, the one that we were really concerned about, that was the furthest out, had really stopped moving, and mm. uh, we weren't sure if she was going to make it. Were you able to feed that one, or no? Uh, I called my husband, and he has a really good throwing arm, so he mm. was able to get the food out. He was able to launch fifty stuff? feet. Yeah. And, wow. And um, did they, did, and the swan ate it? The swan ate it. Oh, that's great. See that? It's just the little things, Tony. Yeah. They, just need they a keep good, you going. A good it gives arm the swan some yeah. hope. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, God right? bless your husband. You know. I could hope. not have thrown no. the food 50 feet. And he didn't divorce me for it, you know. <laughs> Well, they, well, see, that's, yeah, you know something. what they say? You're a, a local in, hero. In Why sickness and in health. And, <laughs> and in swans. Yeah. And, and all that stuff. In swans. And roosters. And we also saved a rooster from the park. So he's stuck by my side. Which one? The general? No, not the general. Uh-huh. We just There was a rooster that might have been part of a Santeria thing. Mm. Oh, one of those things. Mm. Yeah. I don't practice Santeria. Yeah. I ain't got no crystal ball. Good. No, I'm telling you. All right. So let's get back to the swans now. You got a boat. What happens? There were a few of us. Uh, fortunately, it was now off-leash dog hours in the park, and some friends of mine were passing, and we needed help to get the boat down to where we were launching it. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some hot water, so Marty got on the boat and took the hot water and basically went all the way out to each and every swan and... Uh, Used the hot water and then chiseled them out. Chiseled them out with hot water and and a hammer? 
I don't know what kind of tool it was. So she had some kind, of, yeah. some type of tool she to did. break the ice. She did. To and break how the thick ice. was the ice by the birds? I mean, how thick can it be? What is a flash? That's what I'm wondering. Like? Is a boat is sailing out there? No, no, no. There was just some open water. There oh, was got just it. a little, a little area of open water. The rest was frozen solid. Wow. Wow. That is incredible. Yeah, that's pretty remarkable. It really is. So and she chipped them out one at a time. Yes. And how did the how did they handle that? Uh, they get a little hysterical, and she's used to handling swans, so she was great. Uh-huh. Um, one actually because she secured the boat on the ice, and um, one swan actually jumped by itself into the rowboat really? and almost Knew took it the rowboat. To yeah, almost took the rowboat back out with a. You know, without Marty, oh. which was a little bit nerve-wracking from the shore. Did she, yeah, have to, I bet. did she have to get out of the boat at any point and get on the ice, or was she able yes. to do everything from nope. the boat? She oh, had wow. to shimmy across the ice. Oh, my goodness. It was breathtaking. Wow. Was she wearing she, any protective clothing or no, wetsuit? No, sadly, um, she would have needed a dry suit, um, and Prospect Park doesn't provide either a wetsuit or a dry suit. So she just had some waders, which really don't help unless you're a fisherman. Uh-huh. Sure. But, yeah, no, she didn't have anything she needed. But, again, that's something that a private friend of mine I think is they donating. Have, they have plenty of waders at the boathouse. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and they're black tie, too. You see that? Yeah. You see how I did that? I don't think that they would do much help in this situation, no. either. No. <laughs> the, those waiters. They would have brought job. me a drink, which I really needed true, at that point true. to warm up back to the Irish May, coffee. Yeah, they should now, have brought if the you, Irish coffee. If you haven't done so already, pick up a copy of the Brooklyn paper from this week, and you will see on the front page a photo of one of the swans being saved. I mean, yeah, you, guys, you will see Marty in action. You guys literally stuck your necks out <laughs> for these swans. I think that's the headline. It It is. They Isn't that incredible? Sticking their necks that out. Is. They did. You stuck your necks out for this for these three swans. That is. And you said now two of them we know are, are doing great, and one of them is, is in, in a hospital. In the hospital, yes, in the swan on the Upper hospital. West Side. Yeah. I visited him. Oh, her, 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 excuse her. me. Her name is now Zena because she's a warrior. There you go. And the swan I, warrior yes, Zena. Zena. Yeah. Yes, I got to visit her on Sunday evening, and she's in very good hands. Oh, that's great. The Wild Bird Fund. Now. When you say she's sick, what kind of condition is she in? Is this was she in shock? She had ectoparasites, and she was dehydrated. Okay, well the dehydration and I can understand. The ectoparasites I'm thinking was something that came beforehand. Yes. Okay. So she was, was already debilitated uh-huh. when she had to fight the ice. Okay. So. And what was the other thing? She was uh, dehydrated. Anemic. Oh, anemic. anemic. Yeah, I would think yeah. that was, uh, was and prior. And she had what swans there usually get are mites. But not only oh. did she have mites, she had these the ectoparasites. Yeah. But the 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 head of that refuge, when we called her, was yeah. optimistic. Yes. Oh, she will live. Okay. She will live. Okay, good. So now, the diagnosis hasn't changed. I've heard, and you can correct me if uh, if I'm wrong. Oh, I will. That swan. Thank you. That swans like they they mate for life. Yes. And if one swan dies, the other swan gets really upset. Yes. Now. In this situation, were any of these guys together? Because there's three. Do we know the situation there? Um, I am not. I know at least two were cygnets, which are teenage swans. Okay, um, teenagers. I don't recall. So this might have been too a mom young to make kids teenagers. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, I'm being facetious. But. <laughs> 
So we don't know if there was any connection. Like, did they? Were they? Oh, upset? they're all a family. But were the two swans yeah. upset when the other one was gone? Oh were yeah, they, yeah. They, they go and they walk out on the ice and they look at them, but they can't do anything. Wow, that's crazy. And so the two that were okay, did they get checked out? They didn't need to be checked out. We kind of monitored them privately, and all of us took shifts. And the next night, I was back out there at 4 a.m. monitoring oh swans. It's a swan monitor. It's, yeah. yeah it's when, I was in, when I was in eighth grade, I was a hall monitor. Yeah. But I Similar. Didn't, didn't yeah. find any swans. I had to go. Well, you got out of class early, and then you were able to leave late. No, leave early and Arrive go. late, probably. Arrive right. late. Get out early. I'm not sure who the swan monitor was at my school in Coney Island, but we definitely had a swan monitor. A swan monitor? Where'd Mm -hmm. you go in Coney Island? I went to, uh, I grew up, this is going to be a whole other topic, in Trump Village. Really? Oh, Oh, okay. And where'd you go? So junior high school? I went to George C. Tillyu, which was actually junior high school 303. Now, Tillyu's the guy that ran like Steeplechase Park. Yes, but no one knows that. I know it. Yeah, you do. Well, I'm the editor of the Brooklyn paper. Uh, that's yeah. I damn well better know. I thought okay. I told you guys. He knows a thing or two things. about a thing or two. Yeah, <laughs> and then to Lincoln High School. So now, when you go to Thilu, do they train you in in the arts of freakdom? Yeah, of course. Like that's like freakdom, swan rescues, and yeah, um, self defense. <laughs> no, we didn't need it back then. They only need it now. So interesting. Where's and still, evading where's metal you, detectors. Where's still you located? Um, it is right next to Lincoln High School. Okay, next to Lincoln. Okay, I got it. The rail splitters, we used to call yes. them. Yes. Yep. I know that, too. Randy, well, at what point, so you're a Brooklyn, you're a, a lifelong Brooklynite. At what point, you know, did you become such a passionate animal advocate? Because I know you run an organization, Paws and Smiles, now. Um, that's not, that's actually my personal company. Um, that's my dog walking company. Oh, got it. And an animal mm-hmm. photography company. But I've always been involved in the rescue community, but mostly cats and dogs. So swans are new for me, as are ducks. It all started with the ducks rescue years ago in Prospect Park. And oh, then wow. I kind what of was the duck rescue? Swan. What happened there? Oh, someone dumped a domestic duck, which is unlike wild ducks. That's the white ones. And yes. Mm-hmm. And it must have been someone, you know, decided to teach their children, you know, about eggs or for Easter or something. And um, actually, the duck used to sit on the side with my German shepherd and myself, and I'd have lunch with the duck, yeah. who later came it was to be known like, as Willie. It was kind of like one of, those, one of those Aflac commercials. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, so the whole thing started in my my learning about the rescue communi- community for these birds. That's how it all started. And that duck so. sounded like Gilbert Gottfried. Exactly. <laughs> and now that duck is living much better than I am up in uh, Vermont with indoor outdoor pools. Lucky like, duck. So, yeah, <laughs> lucky duck, exactly. That's very good. So and good. if the swan doesn't get returned to the pros- to Prospect Park, which it might not, um, certainly will be living better than we all are. You think it'll so. be up in a in Oh, in a sanctuary, yeah. In a, a swan sanctuary. Yes, correct. Making the sanctuary look nice. Yes, where people would appreciate it and not throw things or fishing hooks and Oh, man, the fishing hooks. The fishing hooks are another problem. I mean, Randy and I were talking earlier about Mm -hmm. Marty, the heroic uh, forestry technician who rescued the swans, helping uh, another wildlife advocate 
rescue a swan that became entangled in fishing line in October. Yep, that happens. And that swan wasn't so lucky. No, and we also had a swan that uh, was killed by a homeless community there. Um, they've since cleared the area where these people were living. And, um, you know, it was, I don't know if the swan became dinner or whatnot. Ooh, wait a um, second. That's a bold statement. A Swanson's yes. dinner? Yes, a Swanson's, Swanson's dinner. Swanson's Frozen cooking. dinner. Swanson's cooking yeah. just for you. Is this rescue the most, like, intense, traumatic, uh, dramatic that you've that you've experienced in Prospect Park or in Brooklyn, or are there? Yes, yes, it was just because it was so long and so frustrating, and the appropriate people didn't help out, and it was freezing out. And it was just, it didn't have to go down that way. There are no protocols. I hope now they realize and come up with protocols what happens the next time because there will be a next time. Mm. Yeah, I, it's you know, only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time, especially with the, the crazy weather we have these days. I know it. A minute ago it was sunny out. Now it looks like it's going to pour. It's storm again. I, know. I don't know what's going and on. And it was super warm yesterday, and when I left the office, it was frigid. Right, you know, and, it, and we're humans. That. Imagine you're a squirrel in Prospect Park, and you got to deal with this. Yeah, or, you know, a swan or a hawk or, yeah. you know. Right, so let, let me, let, let, let's throw this at you here, because you're an animal activist, all right? So what type of, um, obviously, humans interacting with animals, that's, that's off the table. Should, it shouldn't happen, right? Unless Correct. we're in a situation like this. Happen. We're trying to save things. Now, what if you see, like, one of these hawks or falcons going after a squirrel. Do you, like, try to shoo it away? No, I have to say that's really cool. I've seen it, and that's really cool. So you got no problem. That's no, nature taking that's its course. That is nature yes. taking right, I just want to know where that Everyone's line is. Everyone's got to eat. Everyone's got to eat. No, everyone has to well, eat. Well, and furthermore, this isn't really nature taking its course because I believe in our story you had said that the swans usually migrate out of the park by now. Um, but pe mm. misguided patrons may be feeding them or keeping them around. Yeah, I'm not sure if the swans migrate, or, but certainly the geese would migrate, the ducks. No one would hang around. But they have it good in, you know, in the park because every day people feed them. And they think, I, I have to say, growing up, my father used to take me there and we'd feed the swans. And it was as close to nature as I got. Sure. Well, we would feed them white bread. But exactly. <laughs> we fed them white bread. Yeah. And um, that's not good for them. No, but no. But what I it's had not good for any of us. Nobody exactly anymore. What I had suggested that they do is they put like the little gumball machines with, you know, yeah. good stuff to feed the swans. Um, a really good thing for the swans to eat are, are cat kibble. And oh, I learned that years ago from a rescuer because it floats. So oh, cat they, kibble floats. Yes. Like uh, yeah. meow mix. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it no, could no. be the cheapest cat kibble, and that's healthier than white bread. So. Yeah, no, you can't feed them white bread. Uh, but even I've seen the rangers actually feeding them bagels. So, no. Yes. Which oh. seem yes. worse than white bread. I've exactly. got I've got family in the bagel business. Yeah, I don't even think they were H and H or anything. <laughs> but well, if they were an Atlantic bagel, they were in for a treat. Huh. Let, let me just say that 
But you shouldn't feed the swans, the Atl- even the Atlantic bagel from New Jersey. Yeah, I was going to say those would be imported bagels. Yeah, they'd yeah. be imported bagels from no, New Jersey. No, we don't need more invasive things like invasive, <laughs> invasive bagels. bagels. Yeah. Yeah. Invasive, They're very dangerous. Invasive bagels are the worst. What was cooked for the swans? Like, what did you guys cook and bring? It was some type of rice. Uh, one of the other rescuers, Trish, who I had called... She made a rice concoction that a bird, you know, an nice official bird rescuer had advised her how to make. Oh, I don't wow. cook, okay. so. Sure. Yeah. Well. They would have had Connecticut muffin if I was bringing the food. That's um, <laughs> a good muffin co- place. Fine some, muffin and some place. Fine muffin. Brooklyn yeah. born, by the way. Is that right? Yeah. The first Connecticut muffin was in Brooklyn. Yeah, Shocking but true. That's why it's uh, called Connecticut. Connecticut well, no, back in the day, you didn't want to. They didn't want to call yeah. anything Brooklyn. No, uh-huh. it was always a fight. The Dodgers. They they were calling them. They were Brooklyn they were Brooklyn. Dodgers. No, we're talking about anything yeah. that happened between nineteen after the Dodgers left until yeah. two thousand and ten. Nobody wanted to be known as Brooklyn mm-hmm. anything for some no. reason, which I never oh, understood because wow. I always said I work at the Brooklyn paper, and they're like the what? That's what they say. The what? The the paper? The what? The paper? What paper? Like the Brooklyn paper? Oh, okay, great. We're having our 40th anniversary this year, Tony. Whoa. I, yes. Yeah, I'm, thinking of put, I'm thinking of putting together a like a uh, one of the, those uh, Facebook groups of Brooklyn Paper alum. Well, I, I wish I could join, but we know no, where you I stand with Facebook. <laughs> you can't join at all, and you have to be alum. Oh, well, then there you go. I yeah, can't join can't on a technicality. Unless you get yeah. fired. Uh, well, I don't think we're letting Tony can't go. fire me, I quit. Soon. We'll see. I can't let Tony go anytime you soon. You ever notice that swans get all the credit that geese don't get? They do. They what do. Is with the, I love geese, personally. Yeah. I'm, listen, People hate geese. And it's uh, the same they, as like rabbits and them. rats. They killed them in the park. Right. Oh, oh yeah. we know all about that. Yes. yes. We know all about yeah, that. Yeah, that was... Dead. They're yep. all dead. Yep, they... Ex- just loaded them into it cages of, and yeah. they exterminated, exterminated them. They gassed them. them. Yeah, yep. and wow. they'll do and they'll do it again. Oh, they will do it again. And they will do it. And again. we're outside the radius of the airport, which I think it was a nine-mile radius. And you know that what? Bar President Adams to. said. He said, "Where the geese, the swans, the geese aren't the problem. Getting in the way of our planes. We're the problems." Getting in, in the, the way, way of the, the geese. geese. That's yeah. right. Jinx. I agree. Yeah. That's no, Eric that's Adams. When are we having him on the show? He's coming uh, on? Very next poetic. week, maybe. Yeah, He's coming on? we got to have him on. we got to do our State of the Borough address. All right. There are a lot of I a have lot some of questions state for addresses. him when you do the State well, of the Borough. Well, you can call in. We yeah, have a number. I, I certainly will. You can I call in. Maybe we'll to. open up the lines. Yeah, we would love that. that. Day. We're not going to do We're not going to do it this day. Now, I just got one more thing about the ducks because you piqued my interest. You said that there was a duck. It was a domestic duck, and it was all white. Yes. Or I said it was all white. Yes. You said it's a domestic you, duck. You were correct. And then you had a mallard yeah. are the ducks that are that are brown, brown and, and, and then with the great colors. I guess the males have the fantastic colors and you know, I'm not know. I'm not so much up on my duck. Okay. You know. So you're not gonna know the answer to this question, but I'm gonna no. answer it. I'm gonna ask, ask it, it anyway. Yeah. Anyway. But the my, mallards are very pretty. So if you have a domestic duck, all right, and it's because when I was a kid and I went to the pond growing up in you know places outside of Brooklyn, there were always just you the got ducks. outside of Brooklyn. I grew up in Staten Island. Wow, there were okay. always. If you listen to the show, you know that. <gasps> Sorry, <laughs> I I never listened to a podcast. Before. I'm telling you, got an iPad. Now you've got a list. Get it on Stitcher. I know you. I'll, I'll listen to everything you said at the beginning of the show. So here's what <laughs> happens: all the ducks were were white when I was a kid. Were they in a row? This is Willowbrook Park. Okay, right? Willowbrook Park on Staten Island. They were always all white, and like they were just a f- like the mallards were few and far between. Mm. But now, as the years gone by, they're all 
brown mallard, mallard colored, and there are no white ducks anymore. And my question is, if you left a white duck, a domestic duck, out in the wild, do the colors go back to being the uh, original colors? Weird. I suppose if they can mate with a mallard, then over yes. time, the genetics but What if they combine. don't even mate with a mallard? What if they're just white ducks? Then the a graffiti artist will take it as a canvas. It's Brooklyn. Well, that well, this is yeah. Staten Island. We didn't have well, that Well, but issue. you didn't have graffiti artists in Staten not Island? That, not, like, not like over here. Hmm. Certainly not at Willowbrook Park. Okay. They were supposed to put in horseback riding. I was just going to say, I used to horseback ride at Clove Lake. Oh, Clove Lake, the horseback yeah. riding, went, I remember that too, went away. Yeah. 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 No, they were going to put horseback riding at Willowbrook. There was a big mm-hmm. sign for years. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never happened. Never happened. No horseback riding. Plenty of places to horseback ride out there. But again, well, we're not supposed to talk about this stuff. They don't about want you to hear about riding? it. They don't well, want well, horseback to riding on Staten Island. Oh, well, this is the Brooklyn paper. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't know. It's I was watching. My, uh, I was watching. My um, brain can't handle. Staten I was watching Island. Andy Griffith last night with the boy mm. because we watch Me TV. It's it's all very wholesome. And uh, Andy Griffith, Barney Fife was talking in, uh, in the show. Barney Fife actually, during the war, was stationed on Staten Island. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. And my son was like, wow, did he just say he was stationed on Staten Island? I'm like, yeah, probably Fort Wadsworth. I, I get stationed there when I run the marathon. Oh, yeah, you yeah. do that? Yeah. That's yeah. Fort Wadsworth? Yes. It's a good start. And the Five Borough Bike Tour ends there, too. It ends there. Yeah, doesn't it begin, ends. No, doesn't it doesn't begin. begin. Yeah, no, that's a, it's always a good time for me because I live down there. You know, well, near the yeah. ferry and near oh, the, okay. what do you call it? I can see the bikers and all yeah. that stuff. And those runs and all the great stuff that they that they do. All right, so we have not answered my question about the ducks. Nobody knows. What well, we need well, another inter- theory yeah. theory would be maybe the domestic ducks didn't fare so well in the wild and they just naturally died over time. Yes. Mm. That's a very good theory. I'll go do, you, do you remember the albino squirrel in Prospect Park? Yes, I he do. He was awesome. I that do. Guy was Is he awesome. still around? Uh, probably not. Yeah, we, we think uh, he's... It's been a few years since I've heard about... Probably not. Yeah. And when I was walking, I used to live in Cowell Gardens. Oh, okay. And I would walk down Court Street or down uh, Ca- um, Clinton Street or Carroll Street. Clinton? Clinton? Clinton Street? Clinton Street? Yeah, we got a Clinton Yeah, we have Street. a Clinton. Yeah, I walked down Clinton to go to work. And there was always one, uh, one squirrel who was jet black. Like yeah. a, like a bear. I like those. Mm. We're getting like more and bear. more of those. Those guys are yeah. awesome. They are so cool. We, we also have possum in the park. They're oh, pretty wow. cool. I like them. An opossum. Chipmunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There yeah. are flying yeah. squirrels in Forest Hills. I swear to God. Flying squirrels in Forest Hills? Yeah. New Say Jersey? that 10 times fast. No, Queens. Forest Hills, Long Island. Flying squirrels in Forest Hills. Flying squares. Like the ones that like they flatten their like, like this little thing and they fly from tree to tree and I'm not making it up. drones. Yeah. I saw <laughs> one. Well They're flying squirrels. You put it into Google, it'll tell you I'm right. Wow. Flying squirrels and, and crazy parakeets and all this stuff. There's lots They're of stuff They're on their in way Brooklyn. to JFK. That's right. But thankfully, there are no deer in Brooklyn yet. No. no, yet. I'm waiting for the day I carry bear spray, and I'm waiting for the day when I encounter a bear. They had a dead cub in Central Park a few years ago. A dead cub? Yeah. How does a cub get to Central Park? I don't know. Was he trying to get into the zoo? For every park, I yeah. have enough. She's my got hands a big full. enough one to yeah. account for. Yeah, in no, our Pros- backyard. Prospect Park's big. It's big. A third the size of Central Park. A third the size? Yes. So Central Park's bigger. Yes. But it's not nearly as big as Marine Park. No. And that's not just a neighborhood. That's I a don't park. Know. That's friends. a park. No, it's 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 the biggest park. It is the in biggest the park in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. That is the biggest park in Brooklyn. And there's yeah. no there's no deer there yet either. 
No. Well, they're coming, baby. No. They are coming. They tried to make it across the Narrows. They got stuck in the fence. One of them died. Did they get stuck in the ice, though? No, not in the not ice. Not in the ice. No, this Just was years ago. This was I years remember ago. that. They were yeah, swimming across. I remember that. Yeah, no, we did a big story. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we called that? A headline? Oh, no. Do-zaster. It was a uh, do-zaster. Uh, yeah, right. Oh. It sounds like a real do-zaster. It was. That happens. Well. You have a do-zaster. could also happen when there's a problem at a bakery. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. That's, yeah, that's a dough oh. or disaster or, or a bank vault. Yeah, what if happens? The, yeah. There's a dough disaster. The bills yeah. go up in flames. Yeah, yeah. something with a bulldozer. No, Wait, no, maybe? no. Okay. Randy, I want to ask you another park-related question. Maybe less about animals, but but just as interesting. You you walk your dog there frequently. You live on the park. I, yeah, yes. So I you're in there every day. There. Maybe yes. it's safe to say. What's it? What's the, what's the um atmosphere been like since January 2nd, really December 29th, when cars were banned from the East Drive permanently? Happy, 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 except if you're a driver or someone who lives where the cars have been rerouted to. So have you any have you noticed any rule breakers sneaking along the oh, road? Yeah, sadly the rule breakers you get in there? are the the uh, the parks personnel and the police that speed through the park when, you know, it's not an emergency. So, yeah, I, I've noticed, you know, and it becomes a big deal like on a community Yahoo groups when you read about that. So, yes, I've noticed it, but we have cyclists at speed. We just have, there are so many special interest groups. Right. I mean, I'm also a cyclist. I'm a runner. Right. So Were you there when they escorted the car, the last car out of Prospect Park? I was not. I missed a big to-do. That so. was a big, a big yeah. moment. We were there. Um our reporter, I think, rode shotgun hmm. really? with the driver. Yeah, Colin Mixon? Mixon. Mixon was in the car? His wow. his hand was in the New York Post's photo of that driver. That is so funny. How did he get in the car? Well, because he was in on the ground floor of this event, and they invited him to come, and he went. You know, But how did they know who was going to be the last uh, car? Well, I think the driver was a friend Waited. of the cyclists and lent his ah. vehicle to be the ceremonial car. Okay. Was it someone from Transportation Alternatives? Um, I don't think the Trans- driver was. Maybe uh, maybe Paul Steely White. It wasn't it wasn't PSW Paul Steely White. In um, all his steely whiteness. His steely whiteness was certainly felt <laughs> at that <laughs> event. Get him back on the show. We've had him on the show yeah. many times. He's a friend of the show. Friend of the show. He's a friend right. of the show. And he likes that. He's the guy who coined the term the the Demicelli wave. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Steely White, yeah. Very friendly driver over here. Yeah, Vince I've driven Selly. with Vince and he is the friendliest driver I think I've ever I am pro pedestrian. Yeah, I don't I drive take... anymore, but I'm not pro pedestrian when I'm on my racing bike. Mm. Then Well, cuz you're racing. Yeah, no, but even when way. it's through the streets and a taxi comes 2 inch from my leg when I'm in a bike lane. No, it's not pretty. I have a very difficult time making the right turn into our parking lot over here because I'm always looking out for bicyclists. And I got people behind me and they're slamming on their horns and I'm like, look, I am like they have the right of way. Yeah. They well, have the right of way. Thank you. Former co host said Who? this uh, Craig Carton? This guy Ger- Gersh Kuntzman. Oh um, Kuntzman. He remember I remember when I first came on the show he was he said he called the the bike path outside our office on J Street, the sluices, because, you know, it's just very, it's very active, it's very dangerous, it Mm -hmm. throws you right into, you know, further down as you get into Dumbo, you know, you're going right into Mm -hmm. where traffic's coming off the express. He he also uh, coined the the term, rather, he coined the term chevrons of death. That, which I, yeah. Chevrons of death. 
You know what a Chevron of death is? You were here. You I, still don't know. I have, yeah, no, I don't no remember idea. that. No I don't idea. remember that at all. I thought he coined the Demaselli wave. So no, no, no. That know? was that was Paul Steely White. All right, Paul Steely White. You Sounds can like a go. rock star Steely we, White. We wrote about the record. Well, he was he was in the Paul Steely. Like Dan? Was he with Dan? Okay, Steely <laughs> Dan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got right. Yeah, <laughs> the Paul Steely Dan White. There you go, Steely Dan White. <laughs> Mention that to him sometime. All right. Well, listen, Tony. We've yes, covered sir. A, we've covered we've a lot covered of We've covered a lot of today. ground. Um, we've covered a lot of things today. A lot of green space, one might say. It's yeah. four. It's four oh nine. Wow. On the dot. I and mean, I have dogs to walk too. And she has, she's, you know, she's and got dogs to have dinner with. Dogs to walk. Dogs. How many that dogs? Sounds you like have? a fabulous Tuesday oh, night. Yeah. No, they're not my dogs. My husband gets to walk my dog. Uh huh. Um, I get to walk client dogs. How do those dogs? What about dogs to play poker with? <laughs> No, I don't know how to. Uh, we play They're a goldfish. bunch of cheaters. Yeah. They're a bunch of they cheaters. Are. We play goldfish. <laughs> that's okay. more my well, speed. That's, yeah, they got they got cards under the table. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not good. Do the dogs get along when you walk them? Oh, I don't walk a lot together. How many are we talking about? Max three. Three dogs and yes. everything's okay. Well, I have to introduce them and you know go through the whole line. I know thing, they they, so. they do what they do. Yeah, they do what they do, and they don't care. No. They know they'll just do it. Yeah. And you know what we're talking about here, right? I it. Yeah. Yeah. They're no, doing they, it. They There's, do it. There is no doubt about All of that. it. No shame no. for the dogs. They're not worried about anything. Nope. And frankly, they're walking around naked, so who cares, right? Yeah. yeah. As long as they're spayed and neutered, um, great. <laughs> it's no very problems. very basic requirements. <laughs> That's it. Spaying and neutering. It to people too. Well, mm. Again, another bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nothing if not bold. And and you know, probably vaccinated too because we we Thank have you. run a story <gasps> about you know it was one of our most popular stories and oh. very quickly before yeah. we go, but yeah. you know the contingent anti- of anti-vaxxers. Yes. I love that uh, story. Oh, the anti-vaxxers. Yeah, the greatest I, story. that I Facebooked all over. But actually, this was great. A couple of weeks ago, a client of mine, a raccoon, attacked his pit bull. Uh oh. And all that I could think of, and the was raccoon, that raccoon won. The raccoon won, and he was just doing what he should be doing. You know why the raccoon's going to win that? Quick hands. Yeah, they've got yeah. quick hands. No, Plausible no. Thumbs, I so. kept yeah. in my mind. I kept thinking of the song. I fought the claw, and the claw won. <laughs> and I know that. Yeah. I couldn't get it out of my mind. Yes. I was trying to come up with a clash joke, but I can't. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. It's a clash. Well, that and that is what you know. A clash of wildlife and humans. It was. Or, yeah. On on a on a very circular note, you know, but to bring it back to Prospect Park and Wild Brooklyn and all of the coverage that we do of you know animal life in the park, it was. Um, some people thought it was a, rap, uh, a a raccoon that that caused the squirrel to go rabid in the park, mm-hmm. which it which is where our anti-vax story stemmed from because you know we I were we were investigating you know local dog lovers reactions to the squirrel and some you know said that they didn't vaccinate and then you know one thing led to another and we had a, a story that went viral yeah um, I had to unfriend people on Facebook though you don't have Facebook no but no. because of their response yeah you unfriended them I had because to they were them yeah because they were anti-vaxxers yeah, and you I are mean, a pro-vaxxer. I am a pro-vaxxer. Right. Also, zip recruiter. Yeah, zip recruiter. That in my yeah. next life, I've done everything else, but I will be a zip recruiter. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, Johnny. I think uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. You hear that? Yeah. I want to thank I want to thank everybody uh, for being here. 
Randy Lass. Thank you, Randy. Happy me. I did this it. It's a fun show. Tony Rotono, he's here again. He's helped out. My he's doing pleasure. a great job. My pleasure. The the former, the, he's now 28 in one week. That's right. Hey. Johnny or Baby. Jimmy or whatever, whatever his name you is. Don't look a week over 28. There you Listen, go. we'll be back next week, hopefully with Eric Adams. We're trying. Hey, hey we're trying. We're, we're here. Trying. He's just across the street. It's right around the corner. It's just a quick walk. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.